from a two-bedroom apartment on the west side of Los Angeles, it's Hyun Film! Tonight, we've got Chickagoonia and Kimmy Krenzer with The Shape of Water. There's no call for cursing, sir, on this week's aquatic episode. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of High On Film Sobering Talk About Movies. I'm Chris Maxwell, I'm your host, welcome to our Oscar Spectacular, part two, Best Picture, where we're covering what won Best Picture this year at the 90th Academy Awards Ceremony. Episode 240 of High On Film, and of course, the movie we're talking about today is The Shape of Water, from the year of our Lord 2017, from director Guillermo del Toro, uh, written by del Toro and Vanessa Taylor, based on a story by Guillermo del Toro. How about that? Honestly, one of my top three movies of the year. I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed watching it again. But it's not all about me here. I have a co-host. The co-host from the couch. The walking Kevin Bacon game. The... What else do we call you? There's one that I'm forgetting that I used to say. Well, we'll get to that one. <laughs> That's always the last one. One of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and the Brad Davis that God gave us. Brad Davis. Hi. Hey, Brad. Hey, Chris. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Oscar Spectacular Part 2. Woo! Woo! Now, remember uh, last week when we talked about like what, what you wanted the most to win? I kind of remember that. Yeah. And we both kind of said, well, we both said Sam Rockwell. Yes. And then I believe you chimed in uh, that you wanted Get Out to win something as well. Yes, I did. And that was a lovely little surprise yeah. that Jordan Peele got an original screenplay. That was awesome. Yeah, that was really awesome. That and Rockwell were the highlights of the night. Yeah. I, I honestly expected Rockwell, but because I thought Jordan Peele was going to lose to McDonough for three billboards, I ended up liking that the most because it was such a lovely surprise. It was. Yeah. That was awesome. Our, where we were watching it, everybody like applauded, like out, jumped out of our seats, high five. It was like a celebration yeah. when Jordan Peele won. And all the acting uh, categories... Locks, like we said. Yeah. How about from the that? Beginning. From the beginning. But uh, we weren't sure what was going to take home the best picture. We thought it was going to be probably either Three Billboards or The Shape of Water. I believe I said that at the end of the podcast. Uh, there well, was a chance it could have been Dunkirk or Get Out, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Those are probably Maybe Lady four. Bird. Yeah. Outside looking in, but in the end it was Shape of Water or Three Billboards, I think. All right. Well, how do you feel? Fine. <laughs> I... I don't love Shape of Water winning Best Picture, but it's mm. it, it's excellent. It, it is so technically, it's a technical marvel of a movie. Production design, cinematography, every element of it. I don't love parts. I have issues with it, especially in the second half, because I think the first half is amazing, and I think the second half is fine. Um, so, yeah, I would have preferred Get Out or... Three billboards. I think those were two better films. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to our guests and uh, let them weigh in on the Oscar ceremony and the shape of water. Uh, I already have a key into their opinions, and I think this is going to be a very interesting podcast. Okay. <laughs> they are both returning guests, and we are so happy to have them here. Uh, making her third appearance and second appearance, yes. uh, respectively, it is Kimmy Krenzler and Chick Agunia. Hey, welcome back. back. Ladies. Yes. Welcome to the show once again. How did you feel about the Oscar ceremonies? Any highlights, lowlights? 
so many montages. Yes. Just every chance they got, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy a good classic movie montage. Well, they did montage is good. One for each of the acting, four acting yeah. categories, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I, I did, I got chills. I got goosebumps. I always eat those it, up. It's history. Yeah. Um, any favorite winners? Jordan Peele, 100%. Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tiffany mm-hmm. Haddish's dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sure. Big winner of the night. Um, is this third time out? Yeah, yeah. I love oh, that right. that's now a thing. That is, yeah. I forgot that's her bit. That's such a funny... Uh, Alice and Janney adding, oh, yes. which we discussed in the Drop Dead Gorgeous podcast. Oh, right. We love her. Um, adding an Oscar to her seven Emmys. Yes. Seven Emmys? Yes. Seven. All for her West Wing? Emmys. Or does she have no, some for Mom? mom. West Wing Mom. Yes, oh, it was yeah, Mom. And she won one for like guests. Uh, yeah, uh, like a guest. Sex. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's just a gym. And McDormand. She's a I mean, oh, we're yeah. not kidding. I, I feel yeah. like we pass up McDormand because it was like A, kind of a given she'd win and B, yeah. she's always great. So you almost yeah. kind of take But her giggle really granted. stole the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your solidarity, but that the the clip they chose for her to show, I was like, there she is winning an Oscar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, to a CGI deer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what did you guys think of the shape of water? I'm gonna be honest, I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first mm-hmm. time I saw it, I was kind of like, I had a great time for 30 minutes, and then. Mm-hmm. I had a less great time. Hmm. And then everyone was like, ooh, screenplay. And I was like, no. Screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about something, talk about the fact that the entire movie is blue. Okay. Very blue. I was like, you made a choice and I like that you stuck with it the whole way through. Yeah. Blue and green. Blue and green. Teal, if I can. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely made a whole point of that. But the actual story itself didn't do it for me. It doesn't connect. It's missing a middle. Mm-hmm. Still, even after a second viewing? Mm-hmm. Even after a second haven't viewing. haven't changed. Two, in, two hours and three minutes. There's still <laughs> somehow a middle missing. Okay. I, yeah, because for me it is up until the escape. Mm-hmm. I think once, like, they have that scene after the escape where they're, like, in the bathroom, she gets the salt on him, he's breathing, mm-hmm. and, like, Richard Jenkins, like, takes off his hair and is like, oh, God, we made it, type thing. Like, to, from that point on, like, that's where the movie splits for me. Yeah. Because that Everything before that, I think, is incredible. Mm-hmm. And everything after that is just not as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All my problems are mostly in that second half, and it just feels a little detached. It loses yeah. direction. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, it becomes yeah. a little aimless there. It yeah. lost itself a little. It was just kind of, yeah. it was floundering. Well, what do you think? <laughs> ah! She did it! She did it! I'm so Hi, happy! <laughs> I'm so pleased! Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I, number one for the night. I love it, yeah. <laughs> you just opened the floodgates. Oh, <laughs> oh here we go. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> uh, what about Del Toro's Best Director win? Deserving? Would you like someone else to have gotten that award? I would have liked someone else to have gotten that award. <laughs> I do understand why he did. He did a great job. I'm not like He didn't yeah. do a bad job directing the script that he wrote. But I think... Acting really stole it. Like Sally Hawkins yeah. was. Hawkins and Jenkins. Yes. If mean, it wasn't for Francis, she would have gotten Best Actress. Agree. Yeah. yeah. And if it wasn't for Rockwell, I think Jenkins should have got Best yeah. Supporting yeah. Actor. Yeah, I agree. That's very valid. Although I, I have a case to be made for Michael Stuhlbarg to get Supporting Actor for yeah. Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was also excellent on this, too. He is, he yeah. is. But I think uh, his yeah, but speech at the end yeah. of Call Me By Your Name is 
some of the finest acting this year. Mm-hmm, I loved it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, let's get into our first segment. I think this is a nice uh, transition, and we can continue talking about the Oscars as we play a little Trash Star Destroy. Mm. Three movies of a similar ilk. One, you must trash, which means it's eliminated from existence. One movie, you get to star in whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. And then the third movie must be destroyed, which means that the only version of that film that has ever existed has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay of Transformers Dark of the Moon fame. Uh, ah, classic. One of the bad ones. The one who deserves an Oscar for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's do uh, an annual Trash Star Destroy category for our Oscar Spectacular Part 2. Not Best Picture. Three movies nominated for Best Picture that did not win. Mm-hmm. Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Get Out. And Lady Bird. Trash Star Destroy. That's a tough category. All three um, in my top ten of 2017. Yeah, that's like three of my top yeah. four. Oh, I that's think. three of your top four. Yeah, I think the only one missing is Icon. What, your billboards get out. Icon yeah, Lady, Lady Bird is probably my top four. Um, I would, I think I'd have to star in Get Out, because I think that's the one that needs to be preserve, preserved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'd probably take the Caleb Landry Jones role of the brother. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to make the most sense. I think the movie would lose a little impact if yeah. I took the lead role. You really don't seem as psychopathic as uh, Caleb Lane. No, I mean, I certainly can't play credit. that as well, but I mean, to be in those scenes with Bradley Whitford, Catherine uh, Keener, uh, Daniel Kluya, Kluya mm-hmm. um, Allison Williams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, and working oh, with Jordan oh, Peele yeah, would be... Pretty fucking awesome, and I think that movie needs because I could put myself in three billboards as well. But it, could it, also take his part. In three billboards. I could also take his part in three billboards. I'm just taking all Kayla, and then I'm going to take his part in Florida Project as well. Sure, yeah. uh, I'm just stealing his career. His really up, big and up and coming career. Absolutely. Um, then that means Lady Bird and three billboards. Ugh. Uh, oh. I mean, come on. This, <laughs> I guess it's it makes it a little easy. Yeah, what Michael Bay, Bay is going to make a coming of age story yeah, and... about a mother and daughter relationship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess then I have to trash Lady Bird, and I'll give Bay three billboards, which is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, they light the billboards on fire. So yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, it has violence yeah. involved. That's always up Bay's alley. So yeah. I think that's my choice. I I would buy, like, her vengeance a lot in a Michael Bay film. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, Mark Wahlberg is the Sam Rockwell role? Or is he the Woody Harrelson? Christ. Probably the Rockwell. Woody Harrelson. You think so? He's a team chief? Yeah, give Marky Mark the really really emotional route. Sure, sure. Of course. Everyone wants to see Marky Mark get emotional. (laughs) 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 Ladies, what are you doing with this Trash Star Story category? Um with Brad yeah on all that yeah that was pretty that was pretty succinct my dude mm. yeah are you also taking the Caleb Landry Jones role yeah yeah at this point yeah <laughs> brother I feel I, I just I just I just it, it's just it's so good I don't want to touch it I can see you standing by a door swing it swinging around a lacrosse stick yeah yeah that, that's 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 my being general intimidating. Yeah, yeah yeah 
That's my general aesthetic. It's just swinging around on the cross. That's a lesbian. <laughs> Chick, what are you doing? Uh, I'm not sure. I talk, right? I feel like I have a duty to preserve Get Out. <laughs> but like, what would Michael Bay do with that? Like, we're not really thinking about the possibilities. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what he would do. I'm gonna see what he would do with that. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna star in three billboards as um, the friend who was in prison. Ah, okay. On the back too. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm gonna trash, not yeah, trash Lady Bird. I'm sorry, Greta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening. (laughs) I'd say there's a 99.9% chance she's not. Yeah. Boy, I mean, I do think Brad's ultimately correct here. Yeah, there's a right answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is rarely true in this one, but I actually yeah. think that's probably the right answer. Yeah, but I you want to be Allison Williams. But I want to be Allison Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Just want it's now it's scene. now a gay race movie. Yep, yeah. the keys. <laughs> hey, that'd be cool, man. I'm I'd love to act against uh, Kaluuya and. I'd really, really want to meet Lakeith Stanfield. He is one of my Absolutely. new oh, yeah. favorite actors since Short Term 12. I'm like, this dude is awesome. Favorite part of Atlanta. Yeah. He's great. Um, but I, I think I'd be better suited for the Caleb Landry Jones role in Three Billboards. Oh, yeah. I, I can am totally for his role in Get Out Window. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Um, so just for argument's sake, I'll do that. I think it'd be cool to work with McDonough, too. I've been a big fan of his for a long, long time. And McDormand. And Francis McDormand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Awesome. And yeah, uh, Michael Bay's Get Out could be quite interesting. Could be quite interesting, let's just say. It's, you know, not the grand prize, but it's a hell of a consolation. Yeah. (laughs) Some explosions in that battle scene. Do it. Exactly. And then, uh, yeah, Lady Bird. Sorry. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time, but it's like... It is what it is. It is what it is. We gotta live with our choices. Yeah. Yeah. This is how we live now. This is how we live now. (laughs) All right, guys, let's do uh, one more Trash Star Destroy category. This one, three more pictures nominated for Best Picture. Except these three all star Michael Stuhlbarg. Because other than Caleb Landry Jones, it was Michael Stuhlbarg's year. Or Timothy Chalamet. Or Timothy Chalamet's year. Those three had fucking years. Yeah. Because yeah. Chalamet's in Lady Bird, uh, Call Me By Your Name, and Hostels. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, Caleb Landry Jones is Florida Project, um, Three Billboards, three billboards yeah. and Get Out. And Michael Stuhlbarg, the three movies will be trash starring and destroying The Shape of Water, The Post, and Call Me By Your Name. Uh, call me by your name, shape of water in the post. I guess I'm, oh boy, that's harder than I thought. Um, I guess I'm either starring in call me by your name or shape of water. And I guess I'll, I guess I'm going to star in call me by your name. Ooh. I'm gonna take okay. his role. Controversial. Mm. Right. Chalamet. No, Stuhlbarg. Oh, Stuhlbarg. Oh. Yeah, because oh, okay. you get that speech at the end. You, yeah, sure. You made me excited for the gay brand. Oh, sorry. Could <laughs> <laughs> you? I apologize. I would never want to get your hopes up. Oh, um, baby. <laughs> but that speech at the end is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a gift to an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll take that role. That means Shape of Water or the Post. Ah, I. think... 
think I'm do it. more easy. <laughs> I don't know what you're telling me to do. You know, like, shape of water to bay? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, because I feel like he'd make the post maybe more interesting. <laughs> Doesn't deserve that. But Michael Bay's newspaper movie. Yeah. But I think it is more interesting to see him do like, you know. Uh, 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 aquaphobic man? No. Aquamarine man or something? Aquaphobic man? <laughs> amphibian no, man. Amphibian, amphibian man. man. That's what it was. Like, and that would totally be the name of Bay's version of it too. Would be amphibian, amphibian man. Yeah. You know it would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no yeah. poetry at the end either. Get that out. Of oh no 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 no! It'd be an American flag waving. Hell yeah. yeah. And Michael Shannon would win. Yeah, he would win. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm with you, Brad. I think that is what I'm gonna do as well. Just because the post is easily my least favorite of these three. That's yeah. easy for me to trash. Again, starring. I would. E- I could maybe do the. Uh, Dixie Doug roll in Shape of Water. Oh. Mm-hmm. Pie guy. The pie guy. But I think I... The racist homophobic oh, pie guy. Yeah, yeah, Unnecessary. <laughs> but I'm going to let my ego go ahead and take over, and I want a larger role anyway, and I'm going to start and Call Me By Your Name and take Army Hammer's role. Oh, oh that would be wow. more interesting. Because I found him a little boring. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole problem with that. Yeah. He is so wildly uninteresting. Yeah. 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 He's a big doll dud. I'm yep. sorry. Yeah. He's a big the doll most dud. interesting he was is when he had the hot dog cannon at the Oscars. Bless <laughs> him. <laughs> uh, Chick? Yeah, I'm going to agree, and I'm going to take sh- Tim- Timothy's role. Yeah, <laughs> that's a damn good role. I feel like i got to give it to, to the gays, and that by that I mean myself. There you go. <laughs> give it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me take the role. I'm taking the role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you're starring in Call Me By Your Name. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving Bay Shape of Water. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. I thought you might do that after cheering Brad on. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Do it. Just give you it gotta to do it. Give do you it. think you like Shape of Water better or worse? I with think Michael I understand Bay it. Oh. At the helm. Oh, if I if he was at the helm, I don't know. Would I like it more? I think uh, I'd have less expectations for it. Okay. Yeah. So that that yeah. skews mm. it. Because with with this, I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to have hella expectations for Game I mean, it would definitely lose some of its... Charm. Some. Quality. All, All of, of its quality. All yeah. of it. Yeah. Instead of, like, it being, like, tinged teal, it'd be red or something. I don't know. It makes sure there's a lot of blood. Yeah. None of this other calm... None of that. <laughs> yeah, subtleties out the window. Out the window. No. Kimmy. Well, okay. Well. I've had a lot to think about. Um, definitely trash the post. Um, Unanimous. That's the that's the consensus. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, but I think that I would star in Shape of Water. Mm. I know. Wow. Subverting expectations. Did you learn some sign language just now? No, no. I was gonna say I'd be those extras that were very <laughs> like waiting for like okay. So as soon as like the tram passes you, move like you're out of the shot. Out of the shot. Um, Get out of there. It was very. Very pointed, <laughs> um, and I think that would just be fun. Um, and I think I, I would I would destroy "Call Me by Your Name." Michael um, Bay's "Call Me by Your I, Name." That's fascinating. Because yes. as a gay, we don't get a lot of fun gay action movies. That's you know? true. Okay. And like maybe I would like a Michael Bay film more if there's a lot more gay in it. Mm. 
You know? It's a big maybe, but okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's, I know it's a risk, but it's a risk I'm willing to take. So. Take the risk one time. <laughs> yeah, right, right. right. And, and then risk. just go right back. Yeah. Why am I going to get wrong? one chance? <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with more Shape of Water and more High on Film right after this. And we're back, high on film, covering 2017's Best Picture winner, almost at 18, I'm going to stop myself there, The Shape of Water from Guillermo del Toro. Alright guys, put on your wetsuits, because we're diving in this, uh, to spoiler uh, country, ocean, ocean, <laughs> spoiler ocean, spoiler ocean. Yeah. I always try to theme it, you know, so to the movie. Yeah. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate your wavering support. <laughs> uh, Always wavering. It's time for the summary game, the first official game of the podcast that's worth a damn that translates to zero to two points for each one of us sitting around the podcast table tonight. We're each going to take a turn at summarizing the shape of water in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to view. As Chick pointed out earlier, a 123-minute movie allows us each 12.3 seconds. Lovely. A lot of time. A, lo a lot of time. So I'm glad time. you think so. To summarize the shape of water to the best of our abilities. Of course, during our break, just like we've done for every episode, we've had our patented toy cost, coin toss. Almost every episode. Did we do that earlier? I on? said almost. Yeah. Probably. Who okay. knows? I don't know. We had some way of determining it. I think. Well, Brad, you won the toy cost. I did. First, second, <laughs> third, or fourth. Uh, I'll go first. Oh. Yeah. Taking the lead. Just kind of want to get it over with. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 12 point, what? Three. 12.3. 12.3. Right. In three, two, one... A mute woman who works as a janitor meets a creature that's being held at the facility she works at. Uh, it's being tortured, so she helps it escape. They fall in love. Uh, they end up back in the ocean, and she has gills, and they live happily ever after. Time. Nice. Not bad. Not bad at all. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. All right. Brad's got this movie down pat. That one's better than I thought. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So, Chris, I believe you would be up next. I am. 12.3 seconds. Are you ready? I'm sure am. I'm sure, sure I'm ready. You I sure am ready. it sound like that from that answer. But. Okay. It sounded black and confidence. In three, two, one. A mute woman uh, who is alone and lives across the hall from a gay man who works in a clean, cleans a research facility. Uh, rescues a creature from the Black Lagoon who she falls in love with, uh, and then she frees him from her boss. Time. <laughs> I was not ready. I was not ready. Oh. <laughs> I tried to uh, compensate for what you didn't include, which was Giles and Strickland, and then got nothing out. It's all right. It's all right. <sighs> I got two more games to make up my <laughs> make up for it. Chick, are you yes. ready? As I'll ever be. As you'll ever be. In three, two, one. A mute woman who's in love with water falls in love with a merman at her facility. Uh, she steals him. They run away together and they both die, but then they both live. The end. Time. They both die and then they both live. Yeah. <laughs> it's not wrong. It's not wrong. That is that is absolutely factual. Another not the twin situation. I'm never ready for this. <laughs> 
All right, Kimmy, last but not least, in three, two, one. Fish are friends, not fuck buddies. Time, call it. <laughs> Very nice. That's it, that's the film. The timer's still going, just so we all know at home. Time. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so we all know at home. Hmm. <laughs> that, was well, that was certainly a choice. Yeah, it felt more like a review than a it summary. Was. Yeah, it was. All right. Well, if that's the, if that's the route you want to take, <laughs> you'll be scored appropriately. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we're going to keep this podcast moving right along with first impressions. The second game of the show this time, zero to three points uh, involved, involved, allowed for each player. As we each give a line from the shape of water to the person sitting to our right that we would like to hear them impersonate. Uh, Brad, you went first that last game, so I'll go first this game and give Chick a line I'd like to hear her say. <laughs> and I can't wait for this one. Um, I want you to say a Michael Shannon line. Yes. I know you practiced your Michael Shannon impression. So much. Um, as <clears throat> what? Richard Strickland, the, the new security head of uh, this facility. And, uh, what, maybe a second scene in the movie, he comes into the bathroom that Eliza and Zelda are cleaning, he puts down his cattle prod on the sink and uh, urinates, and uh, he finds Eliza looking at it, so he, he takes the liberty of explaining what she's looking at. Look, don't touch. That lovely dingus right there is an Alabama howdy-do. Molded grip handle, low-current, high-voltage, electric shock cattle prod. All right. Here we go. Chick, Michael Shannon. Look, don't touch. That lovely dingus right there is an Alabama howdy do. <laughs> it's like he was in the room. Oh, <laughs> my God. That was great. Great job. Total commitment there, Thank Chick. You. Yeah. Uh, need water after that. <laughs> uh, well, don't worry. You get to give a line to Kimmy to yes. impersonate. Oh, boy. So for you, I have another Michael Shannon oh. classic. I like uh, Michael Shannon. <laughs> yeah, this is great. This comes at the end of, the, towards the end of the film. Um, Michael Shannon is about to kill the Russian bot, and mm -hmm. he's asking him for information, and he takes a break to discuss his favorite candy. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he's a psychopath. Naturally, yes. Uh, so yeah, that's the that's the line. Yeah, that's our context. This candy, it's cheap candy, but, but I love it ever since oh. I was a kid. Oh. Now, some folks favor more sophisticated snacks, nougat center, and all that foo foo shit. Oh. But not me, Bob. This is it for me. Boy, man, he just gets some of the best lines of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Shannon, Michael Shannon, Michael Shannon, Michael Shannon. Whenever you're ready, Kimmy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Michael Shannon. Now, some folks favor that more sophisticated snack, nougat center and all that foo-foo shit. But not me, Bob! <laughs> not That's nice. Your nails are not me, Bob. Not me, Bob. <laughs> I like nougat, though. I would like to know, for the record, I love nougat. You are one of those people. I'm, I'm a foo foo shit person. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, I love nougat. Yeah, nougat is delicious. It is really so like one of the charms of the candy world. 
If people don't like Three Musketeers, and I don't understand why. Yeah, he's that, a psychopath. Well, that in a Milky Way. Oh, girl. See, I think Three Musketeers is less because it's not Milky Way. It's not Snickers. Yeah. So like, what are you doing? You get yeah. more Pick already. One. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I do love Three Musketeers. Oh, yeah. Kimmy, do you have a line for Brad to impersonate? I do. I do. I do. I do. Okay. Um. So you know when uh, Giles is presenting his Campbell soup. Campbell's soup. Campbell's mm. Jello. It's Jello. Oh, it's I Jello. Don't know where he is. Campbell's Jello. Campbell's, Campbell's Jello. Jello. I love Campbell's Jello. You guys Campbell's don't know Jello. Campbell's Jello. That's kind of Jello. That's like how I grew up with Campbell's Jello. Um, so when he's presenting his uh, new design to his former boss or whoever that is, yeah, that and um, the guy gives him the notes mm-hmm. on the situation, it's Giles's response about how he's confused as to why the husband needs to look happier. Um, because it looks like he discovered sex for the first time. Mm. Oh, and I want the, them happier. The family. Happier? Mm. Happier? The father looks like he just discovered the missionary position. Well, uh, what are they supposed to be happy about? Okay, Brad. All right. Richard Jenkins, in a role you love so much. See if you can top it. I can't. <laughs> happier. Happier. Father looks like he just discovered the missionary position. Giles. 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 <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good Jenkins. Sexy. Pretty good Jenkins. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Good. There you go. <laughs> Brad, do you have a line for me, sir? I do. Uh, so I actually have a General Hoyt line uh, played by Nick Searcy. Uh, it is in the scene where he's talking with Michael Shannon, and Michael Shannon's now lost the asset at this point. Michael Shannon's saying, "At what point has a man proven himself to you? At what point is a you know if he's a decent man? At what point is that good enough?" Uh, and the general has a strong opinion on decency. <laughs> when is a man done, sir, proving himself? A good man, a decent man. Decent? A man has the decency not to fuck up. Now that's one thing. That's real decent up. All right, General Hoyt. Decent? A man has the decency not to fuck up. Now that's one thing. That's real decent of him. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I bought it. Thanks. <laughs> you can play an asshole general. Any day. Any day. <laughs> Typecasting. <laughs> Typecasting, that's me. Pro-military and pro-asshole. Yep, yeah, pro-general. <laughs> pro-general. <laughs> All right, guys. You can put the scorecards to the side for the time being because we are getting into the open forum discussion part of the show. Scene work. Of course, if it's not readily apparent, we're an optimistic podcast and we're going to start this thing off optimistically. Best scene. What is the best scene in The Shape of Water? Um, Go ahead, Jack. Yeah. The best scene, in my opinion, is when uh, Michael Shannon... Brings the the cleaners in to question them about the disappearance or the kidnapping of Amphibian Man. And 
Sally Hawkins' character signs fuck you to him. Mm-hmm. And it's a great moment because he's just looking at her like... First he was looking at her like she was a piece of meat. Disgusting creep that he is. And then she starts signing at him and he's like, what is she saying? And once Octavia Spencer is not answering, he's like, no, what the hell is she saying? And I was like, that's really good because she's just standing there like, F you. Yeah. It's like, you almost just outed yourself right there, ma'am. But then again, she's not a great thief. It's true. Yeah. She's really bad at it. She turns out to be pretty good at it. Yeah, no, she, it she was terrible until the Russian came and helped her. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was like, what were they going to do without him? Yeah. <laughs> they're dead or in prison. Yeah. Uh, definitely in prison. I mean, they're about to yeah. get Giles before yeah. Dimitri uh, kill, Saved the kills an innocent yeah. guard. <laughs> innocent. No, I'm kidding. Well, just doing his job, he man. Absolutely. Like, shoot Giles. He was actually a really good security guard. Yeah. He noticed it was fake ID and he was like, oh, that's a pretty good ID. Something's up. (laughs) Looks real. Go ahead. Go ahead. Michael Parker's a regular name. Get in there. Yeah, yeah. Guy. Yeah, that is a good scene. They set that up well too, because yeah. it's very tense. Yeah. You think maybe he knows, and Octavia Spencer no. just set up in the last scene that she's a bad liar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's the only one that can talk, and she's a bad liar. Yeah. And now they're going into like the and she's provoking him. I'm like, ma'am, <laughs> <laughs> please. Awesome. Any other best scenes, Kimmy? I have general things that I enjoyed because I have three specific notes. Um. And so I guess I'll just read them to you. Um, I said it was whimsical AF. Yes. Okay. So the overall feel of everything um, was always very charming, and I appreciated that. And this is one of my favorite things, so anybody who knows me who's listening is going to laugh, I hope. Um, the <laughs> phrase that I've written down is, mise on sen, mise on fuck me up. <laughs> um, well-deserved production design Oscar, I would say. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the and I, yeah. I think the monster's like really kind of cute. Uh, not like I would fuck him. But like Definitely his face, his little fishy <laughs> face is fantastic. And I think it's just precious. Having said that, re-fish fucksing, um, I do love the scene after it happens for the first time and they mercifully cut away. Um, where... Sally Hawkins is talking to Octavia about it, and then Octavia Spencer delivers her line about how you can't trust a man even if you look smooth under there. Yeah. Even if you look smooth man. Still get boners. Yeah. <laughs> what she means. Which, like, respect, you know? Yeah. yeah. It happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you're right. Production design is yeah. through the roof. It's I mean, gorgeous. yeah, like you said, the, the greens and blues, yes. uh, the creature design, yeah. everything is... Beautiful in this film. Yes. Beautifully shot. Breathtaking, I would say. Breathtaking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I can forgive my storytelling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's probably what works best for me, but I got two scenes, but I'll let Brad go first, see if you say one of them. Uh, the one scene I that stuck with the first time I saw it, because this was my second time seeing it, the scene that stuck with me the most the first time I saw it that I had the most, the biggest emotional reaction to is... After is Richard Jenkins coming back to her apartment. I had a hunch you might say this. Yeah, this is I, one of them too. Yeah, yeah, I figured you knew this because I had talked about that scene a lot. But after he is, it's after the scene at the diner where now the 
the guy he's had like the crush on is you find out he's both racist and homophobic in about a matter of thirty seconds. Yep. In a uh, big way, not not. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Like straight up, like yeah. the worst. Yeah. Um, and this is after she had already like begged him to help her, and he's just like, I can't. It's too much. It's too weird. Whatever. Uh, and then he comes back to her door, like on the on the verge of tears himself, just saying, "You're." Basically, you're my person. Yeah. If you need this, then I'll do whatever you need me to do. And yeah. it is, it's Jenkins being Jenkins, really. Like, it is just, it's a very quick moment. It's maybe only a 30-second scene, but he says it. It just eats me up each time. Both times I saw it, I was, like, emotional. And then she just hugs him, and they just, you kind of pull back down the hallway of the shot of them mm -hmm. hugging each other. And especially knowing at the end that she's, gone and then he basically helps her alone. yeah he helps her leave yeah. him yeah i mean he helps her do that it is a beautiful scene and it's why i think jenkins is so uh, if again if it wasn't for rockwell would have been deserving of an oscar i mean that's that's in my opinion his oscar scene which wasn't the scene they actually showed no they showed the born too late or too yeah soon the relic later, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah which is another terrific scene it is but i think that door yeah. scene is his yeah Mm -hmm. That's the Oscar moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Um, and but since you uh, elaborated on that uh, very well, I'm gonna just go ahead and say the other scene I really think is awesome is uh, the Michael Shannon ripping his fingers off. Oh. <laughs> I think that is so awesome. I think that scene is very tense. Michael <laughs> Shannon at his yep. most villainous, yeah. telling uh, the end of the Samson and Delilah story that oh. Samson gets his strength back for one last thing, and he brings down the columns. Yeah. Of the Colosseum and kills everyone um, as he takes his rotting, black, bloody fingers and finally, after wanting him to rip them off the whole time, rips them from his hand uh, in uh, a beautiful moment for a horror movie and a beautiful moment for uh, of just the making of a villain. Yeah. Um, I just, I love it. I think the finger stuff in this movie with Michael <laughs> Shannon is such a good addition to his character that he has them bitten off by the creature and that yeah. he wants them to be sewn back on so that he can be this picture-perfect Jello family American. <laughs> um, but he can't be. And I just, I, I love that so much. And yeah, his intensity is just crazy. Uh, Octavia Spencer's intensity is awesome, yeah. even though she doesn't even really say anything yeah. while he's giving that speech. Oh, you just see it all over her face. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. She, you're, acting. you're right there. Yeah, yeah, you're right there with her. And um, yeah, and it kind of serves as a as a anecdotal scene for what I think Del Toro does so well is like taking these genre pieces and kind of twisting them. So you know, you get this Creature of the Black Lagoon story, but in a romance. Mm -hmm. it's, so it still has horror elements, but it's also a romantic fairy tale. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I love that about all his work. Same thing with like Pan's Labyrinth has like yeah. horrific elements in this like fable fairy tale. Mm -hmm. Or Devil's Backbone is like this ghost story, or Kronos is like a twisted vampire story. It's, it's one of my favorite things about him as he works his way through all these different monster movies. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And yeah, I, I think that man is a master of genre. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. If there's a best scene, there has to be a do 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 worst scene. What is the what is best? What what is the worst offense of this film? Yeah, chick, you're gonna have to choose one 
at first. And then we'll... It is screaming out at me right now. Michael Shannon having sex with his wife oh, and telling her to be quiet. Uh, fetishizing Fetishizing Eliza. the mute. It's yeah. just so God. uncomfortable. And just why? Why is it there? Why? Because he's a monster. I love this scene because it's so horrible. It is like, so it paints him as the movie monster. And his wife is like, your hand is bleeding. Yeah. You know, you know where your fingers are And we know it sewn. smells bad. Yeah. And he's putting it over her mouth. Oh. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. I mean, it's as horrific as anything yeah. in any monster movie. Yeah. Of Dracula, you know, taking a victim yeah. or something like that. I, I love it. I love that, what it adds to his character. I love that it shows him... You know, because that's the real dichotomy, is that the monster's not the monster, it's yeah. Strickland. Yeah. Um, so to have those moments uh, peppered throughout the movie, I'm, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't get behind that one. It was just so many, it was just so many of them that that one was the one where I was like, it's, that's too much. Okay. Is it yeah. your worst scene though, Kimmy? It was. Okay. Um, all right. It was, but I guess like, I know, I know we're all dying to talk about the sheer irresponsibility of the bathroom flooding scene. Yes. The bathroom yes. flooding scene. Yes. Okay. We can all Why? agree. I'm gonna yeah. give this, this to This Brad. is it for me. Okay, gonna, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Brad. Well, and this has been my problem from the beginning, is the, <laughs> where she fills up the bathroom with water so they can, like, swim in swim their bathroom. Fuck. Swim fuck in the bathroom. Yeah. Is... A, the, the bathroom would not fill up with water that quickly. Exactly. Okay. I'll even the, allow that. I don't even have a problem even with that. the, the logic the of how long yeah, it fills up. I don't care about no, that. The biggest problem is that you are trying to hide this creature. Yeah. And yeah. you are flooding your building. You're flooding mm -hmm. the movie theater. Mm -hmm. You're flooding everything. There are no consequences from the from this, yeah. like... Huge the tub would have fallen through the ground. Oh, yes, yeah. for sure. Come on, yeah, absolutely. Come on. That floor would have caved in. Yeah. Right. All we even panned down even... through the floors yeah. twice in this movie, and uh, it's not very st structured strength. Yeah, strength yeah. And I don't know. It's I don't. Not, what do I know about it? It's not reinforced with any like yeah. water seal and no. It's no. Not. It's Old creaky yeah. wood. They didn't even come flying out when he opened the door, and he was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah, they're like swimming and then they're just standing there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will spend my disbelief it. only so much. And he doesn't say anything. He's just like, oh, sorry, you're having a moment. <laughs> well, it is funny too that like the landlord comes freaking out instead of like bursting in and being like, what the fuck is going on in there? He just goes to Richard Jenkins. It's like, yeah. you tell her to stop flooding the whole yeah. building? Yeah. I, yeah. Ugh, no. the, that scene bugged me so much the first time I saw it because I was like, this is... I understand, he, Del Toro, I think, is going for, like, obviously a connection of her, and there's no salt there either, which is how he survives, but whatever. Mm. Um, <laughs> I guess we're fine. But I, I guess, guess she's let fine. let that go. But it, it's supposed to be, like, a beauty shot. It does, like, look very interesting, yeah. filling up the bathroom, them two in it. it, it I under, I can see why he did it, but the logic, you lose the logic so quickly. So Well, they have, I think, very... Specific rules. I mean, I think it is a very grounded movie otherwise, set in like a very realistic-ish mm -hmm. 50s, 60s. Like, I mean, there's nothing... Yeah, like, too out there except for this. Like, of course we have the monster, but like... Yes. Otherwise, and it's a gone. world yeah. that operates... They rationalize him very quickly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, they do. And, yeah. He's a torpa. You're not, in, you know, imbuing this building with special abilities. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and it is. It's a it's a yeah, cinematic piece 
and it's uh, I guess a romantic gesture on Eliza's part, but come Get on, you already flowers. Yeah, I like the that she just <laughs> seaweed. The scene before their sex scene earlier, where she yeah. just closes the shower curtain. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. I, they believe that happened, and I went, oh, thank God. Yeah. And then they brought it back, and I was like, oh shit. Have sex again. There it is. Wow, she does have sex with water every morning, so yeah, she's got to you know, get back in her routine. Yeah. And they eventually. laid it out with I an guess. egg timer. Yeah, yep. yep. And she loves it's, eggs. It's all yeah. She loves her. So eggs. does he. Well, she gets in a quick uh, quick rub out before <laughs> the eggs boil or the yeah. hard boil. <laughs> so, but yeah, every day. Anything else to mention? Here's your chance. Anything else to mention for worst scene? Yes. Okay. So the scene that I was going to have for my best scene because I remembered that she acted very well, but I couldn't remember why I didn't like that scene. I was like, mm -hmm. something was wrong with it. It's Richard Jenkins saying what she's signing mm -hmm. because he wouldn't do that. And I get it because they don't want to write. I was watching it this time. I was like, I see why they did it, but I still hate it. It's so that they don't have to write the subtitles for what she's saying so that you can watch her act it out because it's so good. Mm -hmm. But it takes away from what she's saying to have him be like, what am I? He sees me for oh, what I am. So? Yeah, the first time I saw it, I had a problem with that too, because it's like, wh and I this time I had less of a problem with it. I think it's because I understand why they did it, but I'm still like, huh. yeah. Well, she's. I, I think it's, she's trying to make her point, yeah. and he. She thinks the only way he'll definitely pay attention to her if he's actually repeating it back. Yeah. But it is. You're. They do it, I think, because they don't want that scene to be in captions. Yeah, yeah. And because it is the so good, and you won't yeah. watch her act yeah. very well. In yeah, scene. she's terrific in that yes. scene. Well, and he is misunderstanding her because yeah. mm -hmm. she wants him to know that she sees herself in the uh, creature. Yeah, and he's not getting that because he's like right, it's still going on about. She doesn't try to explain like that earlier. Pronoun game, like it, it. Yeah. Now you're going him. Now it's she, it. No. She doesn't delve into those details though, like and like really bears her soul to him until she has him list. Like she doesn't say that stuff before that. She's not as serious about it until she starts signing. Or I'm sorry, she's always signing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. until he <laughs> she starts repeating it. it. Yes. Yeah. So I just feel like. While yes, she does it so he listens more. He also she also doesn't make her actual point prior to that. Yeah. So it still feels like it's a gimmick in order for us to not have to read the captions on that one. Okay. All right. I didn't have as much of a problem this time, but I think you're right, Shake. I, I, I that totally it definitely me felt like that's time. why they did it so that you can watch her act. Yes. Yeah. That's like the Which is probably the right element. Yeah, honestly. it's definitely the right move. Yeah. If I had to read it, I would not have understood. Only deaf people would have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That scene was so good. I'd be like, I don't know. I just read it. She was saying some things. So <laughs> funny. Anything else? I mean, we all know I'm bummed by the relationship. By the relationship. It's so weird. It doesn't really grow as much as I would like. That is my maybe one complaint is that yeah. they All could of a use sudden, a few she's more. in love. What am I? Yeah. He loves me yeah. for what I am. And then, like, risk it all. All they did was share eggs. Yeah. Well, and music. And the music. I didn't. I thought it was the rushed the first time through. Yeah. This time I had less of a problem with it. I Because I, I'm like, oh, you're kind of like montaging this. Yeah. Relationship. It's been a while that they've been I feel been like they wouldn't have to dating. montage it if we didn't spend useless time on other things. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And I do feel like there is a little bit of an element of she seems to be way more in love with him than he than we yeah. can necessarily see that he's in yeah. love with her. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I also, mean, when she's doing her old singing dance sequence, not even fucking paying attention. Yeah, he's eating not. His eggs. He's eating his breakfast. Eating his eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Typical man. Yeah. Typical man. But uh, it's just also like, so the Richard, so Giles, I like his storyline at the office where he's like trying to do art and all that, and that like yeah. gives that. But we could have just had the relationship between him and his old boss, and then we would have been like, he's gay, got it. Mm-hmm. But then they had him go to this diner with this mm-hmm. racist, homophobic bartending man, and that is inconsequential. And then he's just gone. It's not like they give the monster the key lime pie. If that had been a scene, I'd be like, I see why we went to the to the diner. That's a good point. But it's just, it just seems like more of a context of the entire world in which like I don't need because I'm aware that in 1962 we had racism and homophobia mm-hmm. and milkshakes mm-hmm. and pie. Like I know mm-hmm. that, that all existed. Yeah. But they like kept those scenes in there so that there's more to his character but then his character's alone at the end. I'm like, I get it, he's alone and we had to set this up. But I just felt there were so many scenes where I was like, why is this here? Yeah. Yeah, I would actually argue the work stuff is more, like, you could lose that work stuff and the movie yeah. would still be the same. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I guess a little bit. But I mean, it, it, it all, I think the crush on the diner guy and the work stuff compound to make Richard Jenkins' character's sea change better. Like, that's why he helps her. That's why he's willing to step out of his you know, very structured, safe life, especially, like, at this age. Like, he's pushing 60, yeah. if not older, yeah. um, when, you know, she tells him to bump up the age on the fake ID. Yeah. Uh, and he's never lived for anything because he's always held on to these things, like these secret crushes yeah. uh, and the hope that he can get work again, even though he's clearly, like, his his profession is now aged out. Like, they, they yeah. say, it's photographs photograph now. We don't do, yeah, yeah. So... I think for that's I love that for him to realize how alone he is and that I if he doesn't help this one person in his life, yeah, then like he has it, no oh. one and then but he does help her and now he has no one. It makes his like journey harder and all that, but I feel like we're clipping other scenes to have extra moments. Yeah, that could have been the, yeah. the strength of Eliza and the yeah. creatures relationship it's should have been favored because we have yeah. Yeah. villain scenes with Michael Shannon and there's so yeah. many. extra like background scenes for Giles mm-hmm. not a lot of Octavia Spencer mm-hmm. just her talking yeah. you know, anytime she's around yeah and a little bit of a wasted plot line for me that yeah. she has a problem with her husband very yeah. wasted like why it was really just so that he could mess up in the end yeah. and tell yeah. Michael Shannon who did it and give yeah. up the information yeah it's like yeah. he would have figured it out he would have figured out one of them yeah. He only has one friend. There's only two queen ladies. Yeah. <laughs> By process of elimination, yeah. come on. I he wasn't this queen lady, sooner. it's the other one. And they know it's only those two cleaning that lab because yeah. he sits down and he's like, you yeah. don't say anything, you clean that lab and yeah. get out. And get out. And then he brings yeah. them for questioning when the monster disappears. Yeah. And I get it because they seem unassuming. Right. Yeah. But then once he said cleaning, never go to Octavia Spencer. She said everything, every second, everything right. on her mind. Go yeah. to the one that told you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he never asked, like, hey, what, is, what does this mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Anybody know? Yeah. Yeah, nobody, like, figures that out. Yeah. They didn't care. They were <laughs> overlooking those people. You didn't yeah. see the camera. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not very good at his job. I think yeah. that's what we can all yeah. figure out. He right, wasn't right. very good at his job. bad guy. Yeah. He's not decent. He's not decent. All right, guys, there it is, the theme to our final podcast game. It's time for Milking It. The game. The game. game. Zero to five points for this game. 
Uh, we'll each draw a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres on said card. We'll give you a new way to reimagine, redo, reuse, recycle any elements from The Shape of Water and repurpose them into another movie. A title and a quick summary of what that movie would be to put back out there for the studio audience make a billion more dollars for the studio system. Ah, here we are. Boy, oh boy. Lots, lots of ideas in here. Oh, yeah. Chick, it's your turn to go first. Do you want to draw a card, please? And read it aloud. Sequel. Oh! Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Let's see what's going on in here. Erotic film. Oh! Uh, Spicy in here. Oh my god. <laughs> Brian yeah, Davis. Alright. Anime. Oh, alright. Right. This one works super well. Yeah, it really would, I'd buy actually. That. Yeah. I'd buy that. And I'll draw a card. Oh, a, uh, a cartoon, a CGI cartoon. So, like a Pixar film. All right. All right. Inside Out. Finding Nemo Facebook. meets Inside Out. And I believe there's a Twitter joke of someone called it Grinding Nemo. Yeah. Oh, got it. Yeah. yeah. I about died when I heard that. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with four brand new movies for your listening enjoyment right after this. And we're back right in the middle of milking it for the shape of water. This year's best picture. How about that? Uh, them apples. Yeah. How about them apples? How about them eggs? <laughs> Chick, you drew the sequel card. I what did. have you got for us? So I just thought of my title. Shape of Water 2, the sequel. Get it? Oh! oh. oh. Bravo. Like, lean into it. Lean Bravo. into it. Sequel. The sequel. So so, um, Giles takes his art skills to a museum. He's working and he's getting famous because he's got these amphibian man drawings. He gets oh. called in by the CIA to a different sector and they're like, where did you get those drawings? He's like, I just drew them myself. They're like, we have something to show you. Amphibian woman. It's not Eliza. It's another amphibian woman who was supposed to be Amphibian Man's mate, but he left when he was taken away by Michael Shannon. Oh, shit. So she's been causing, she's been wreaking havoc in South America all along the shores because when fish need to get impregnated, they fill with eggs and they blow it up and they just go nuts until they get some fish sperm in there to calm it down. But he's gone, so she can't, so she's wreaking havoc. So, um... He goes back and he's still in contact with Eliza. I have him doing the, the uh, hopper, you know, ego thing, but with eggs. Mm. So he's like leaving her eggs. So they're still friends. Uh, so they're like, you need to like get him to her so he can help. And it turns out that that's his, you know, estranged wife, I guess, in the sense. And um, she's got to fight the wife. She fights and wins. The, the government <clears throat> is like, there's going to be no more amphiba people. Like they're done. They're not going to exist anymore. But Eliza's pregnant. Uh, the nice. twist. And have a little <laughs> seahorse. There it is. <laughs> and, we, and we got ready for the trilogy. <laughs> I'm a franchise person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. The sequel. Yeah. I love it. Well, well done. Very, very good. K, 
Kimmy. Oh, boy, howdy. An erotic film. <laughs> oh. Can't wait for this. Let's be real. Listen, there's only so many tweaks we have to make True. to this film. They are fundamental tweaks. Uh, step one, make his face less fucking adorable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Almost you, childlike. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. That was bothersome for me. Um, because he's like Jack, so like I like I get it. Oh yeah, he's got like a I sixteen pack. Yeah, get it. He is jacked. Every time I see it, I'm like, man, I take a run at it. So <laughs> it's like make him a little more chiseled. Um, share less eggs. Yeah. Um, maybe some more touching, some more of those little moments that we were talking about. Um, you know, some more passion building sequences, and then you get to the moment in the tub. And then they're going to show it. Ah. They got to show it because it's the erotic version. Mm -hmm, They mm got to show it. Credits. Good. Wow. And since I can't take credit for (laughs) Grinding Nemo, I'm going to go with the (laughs) obvious choice. Um, (laughs) Shape of my dick. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Nice. Motion of the ocean. And yeah. Basically, yeah. Which, as if you Google it, and I don't suggest you do, um, <laughs> people have developed products based on the concept. Hmm. Oh. So really? again, don't do it. Don't hurt yourself the way don't I don't hurt yourself yeah. the way I hurt myself. Well, I'll tell you, I'm pretty <laughs> pleased with it. I, I am all for uh, nudity equality in films. <laughs> yes. And uh, I really like the Boogie Nights ending. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta show it. You yeah, gotta yeah, show it. Yeah. Show it, credits. And then played by Mark Wahlberg. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sure. Brad Davis. <laughs> yes. What'd you draw again? Oh, anime. an anime film. Your favorite genre. <laughs> yeah. I've watched so many. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so we have uh, Eliza. She is a, a silent warrior who, uh, with the help of her mentor, uh, is needs to travel in order to save her lost love, who's been taken uh, by a one-handed monster. And it's actually, they're in the water, so they exist in oh. the water, mm-hmm. so she's traveling like through the ocean mm-hmm. in order to like get him back. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of seeing all the... We're, you know, like fish will be people who she's like, going against, but it's more like humanized fish, so there's yeah. actually like fighting to it, and that's kind of, uh, you know, she gets there, she helps break out her loved one, and they escape, and she kills the one-handed monster, and they live gotcha. happily ever after, after she really fucks some shit up. Nice. That's romantic. Yeah, you've got to murder some people. Exactly. <laughs> got to murder some people. Or Nobody fish. dies, what was the point? Exactly. No. Uh, you really, so, truly love. <laughs> So the name of my movie is The Water Warrior. The Water Warrior. Okay. I need that shit. Yeah, I like that, Brad. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Uh, All right, I got my uh, CGI cartoon for you guys if you're ready. Oh, I'm so excited. Bring the ruckus. All right. (laughs) So this uh, secret government facility that we have, that we're we're Mm -hmm. our main setting here, Mm -hmm. um, houses all of the government secrets. Um, Mm. And it's generally a happy place to work for everybody. So there's a Bigfoot there, there's a, a, a swamp thing, like Plant Man, yeah. um, there's a, a talking chimp, mm-hmm. uh, and of course yeah. we have our, our 
cleaning staff is still yeah. the same, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but we're run by, what is it, Fleming is the head of security. Everyone loves him. He's an easygoing guy. He's oh, friends with Fleming. the Bigfoot. They yeah. sit down and play chess and stuff, you know. Um, and then one day this new guy, Strickland, comes in with a new asset. This creature from the Black Lagoon drags him in there. And now he's put in charge of this facility. And he essentially, you know, brings the hammer down. Tightens up all the rules and regulations. No one's having fun. He starts, like, really kind of abusing the, the creatures. Um, locking them up. Not affording them, like, the comforts that everyone else really liked from them. So, uh, of course, they all plan the escape with the help of the, the cleaning people. Um, and it's a, more of a slapdash, you know, antic-ridden escape from the facility. Uh, and then, of course, these all these outsiders, these weird creatures, have nowhere to go. They can't just live in society. So they decide that they need to have their home back. So they go and they, they go to take the lab back. Ah, and uh, stage a siege on the lab and Al Strickland. And then get to have their houses back and, and continue living their lives. That's oh. cute. Well done. Thank you. It's called Monster Lab. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> In the uh, Monsters Inc., Monster U, Monsters, <laughs> Monsters Lab. Monsters Lab. Yeah, there you go. That's that's different enough. Thanks. <laughs> well, guys, as soon as you're done scoring, please pass your scorecards to the front of the class for a final edition, and we move into our pessimistic end of the show. Podcast regrets. Anything you regret saying or not saying during the duration of uh, today's episode? Who? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. The other best scene I probably wanted to talk about is the is the first scene when or is the scene when she like sits the egg on the around the tank, and I just it's, I like the whole scene in general, but I love the moment of it, of her sitting the egg there and her like turning around like eating a sandwich, and then you just hear the chain pull a little bit, mm-hmm. and she gets this huge smile yeah. on her face, yeah. and it's just a very simple way of showing like. This connection, yeah, with this thing that's cute. actually restraining him is like the thing that also—it's a sound. Obviously, she can't talk. It's like a sound that triggers happiness for yeah, her, yeah. and that's just a very nice, it's very cute. Yeah, yeah that's, that's they set that up very it. nicely. So, I feel like we didn't talk a lot about Dimitri. We yeah, did not. Yeah, I know what. Now that I think <laughs> about it, they could have had the Giles scenes and not had any of the Dimitri scenes. Where he was just, you know, with the Russians. Mm-hmm. Because I get that he's Russian and he's trying to, like, yes. save the creature. Yes. But if he's going to sell her out in the end, take his time away. Valid. Yeah. He's going to die anyway, do also. You, Why do you think he's sell selling her? her out? Or do you think he's laughing at Strickland being like, you idiot, you were played by people that you consider so far beneath you. I think I think that's yeah. part of it. But at the same time, like, you're dying. You know he's yeah. going to go fuck them up. You know he's going to go fuck yeah. He, yeah. he didn't it do anything like to him. He's being tortured. And I didn't stand get it, it. Yeah. from his, yeah, I didn't get it from his performance. It was a great moment. And again, like, right through the face. Christ. Oof, yeah. yeah. I. Caramba. Yeah. And I guess we never find out, like, why he shot there. Like, why did they finally shoot him? I, yeah. I always kind of felt that scene was a little... Like, we don't really know why they're shooting him. I'm a little surprised. They, they were going to kill him that, anyway. Yeah, they yeah. gave that character too much to not connect it. I mean, I like his character, and I kind of like this Russian element in it, because it makes sense for the time. Yeah. But, yeah, it does feel a little... A little kind of again underdeveloped yeah. or mm-hmm. not 
totally necessary yeah. enough to play. Like, yeah. He's great, and there's certainly scenes in there, and, and it makes sense that he needs to be there in order to help because him escape. Because her, her plan was not good. Yeah. Well, and I I like his character's idea too of like we where it's like she's in love with him, the rest of them like just want to kill the creature. Mm -hmm. He's like, this is one of the most fascinating things ever. We have to study. We have yeah. to learn from this amphibian man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's certainly a uh, yeah. a necessary narrative to show with something of this a creature like this, especially one that's like magical and can yeah. um, communicate. But yeah, again, just kind of. Like too many things going on, and now you're yeah. underdeveloping storylines because because yeah. without you're the to Russian cram too thing, he could still be a very big role in the whole like, don't kill it. Like we need to study it. Yeah, he didn't have That's to be like Russian for that. Well, that just gave us an ending with some guns. Well, and it could also have just been a reveal. Like later that later. he's a like that's like oh my god he's a Russian. We don't really need to see him meeting with the, the Russians. Russian. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess that's it's uh, true. You don't need to see him meeting with the Russians. I do think. It feeds into the thematics of like outsiders and paranoia. Yeah. So to have that be prevalent in his plotline, I think is. I like him being maybe Russian. not necessary, yeah. but I, yeah. I do like it. Yeah. I like that being a reveal that he's Russian. I I would just lose the scenes where he's actually meeting with Russians. Yes. Yeah. It would yeah. be a actually stronger reveal, I think. And then yeah. you could still have yeah. those guys not exist at My all, and you could still have yeah yeah in the no. locker room. Then I would be like, oh yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah, and then you could <laughs> have. Yeah, exactly. And then you could have Shannon kill him. Yes. Yeah. Like, you don't need them there at all. Shannon was going to kill him anyway. Yeah, Shannon does kill him, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah you could just have him transmitting something or speaking yeah. into a thing. And you, yeah, like, you're speaking Russian, Bob! Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not me, Bob! <laughs> um, I guess the only thing I... My regret is that, um, I... Man, the setup of this world in this movie after you get her morning... Uh, Sally Hawkins' morning routine... Um, when she goes to work for that first time, and the setup of Baltimore that they do, with the chocolate factory burning in the background yeah. as you pan down of the Orpheum sign. I love the Orpheum uh, owner coming out to uh, yeah. Eliza and be like, you gotta see the Bible movie, it's great, yeah, and no one comes. Yeah. Um, I, the You really start to notice the greens in the movie when she's looking... Um, the television shop window, yes. I love that neon green yeah. that's coming from that. And then that... That that man with the balloons and the cake yeah. waiting at just the bus stop. Out. Yeah, I just love that. That's nothing yeah. but just like yeah. kind of just filling out this world and and just yeah. I, I really thought that was they a lovely setup. Some more yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> which they do uh, a pretty Again. good job of uh, shitting on too <laughs> in some of the things. Yeah. I mean, they're not wrong. A small city on the on the coast, uh, but far from anything else. Yeah. 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 Say a few other 30 minutes about from it. DC, aren't we? Not anymore. Not anymore, Toto. Well, guys, that's the podcast. Woo! What up? Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, before we wrap it up, I should probably tell you the results of uh, I was the game. wondering. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering. That's <laughs> what you do when you just go on autopilot and stop looking at your notes for a second, you know? <laughs> Uh, like he's gonna bypass it. Let's see how far he can go. Yep, yep. Oh, I would have wrapped up the show. I know. I then down. I would have told yeah, you yeah. right at the end. Yeah. Oh my god. Kimmy. Yes. Fourth place today. That's you know understood. So valiant <laughs> effort. Twenty four point six points. Uh, I edged you out twenty six point six for me. Brad Davis twenty seven point one. So chick, despite your feelings about this movie, yeah. you did a hell of a job on today's yeah, podcast. I say so. Twenty eight flat. 
Thank you. You, you win. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you I mean, so much. I will say, you got bonus points for me for a sequel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, sequel, that, was really that, that was game changer. I started it with floundering. I ended it with sequel. Yeah. yeah. Came I came circle. for the puns. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that win. gave you the edge. Yep. Really did. <laughs> uh, ladies, thank you so much for being on the show once again. Do you have anything to plug today? No. No. <laughs> no okay. There Any internet presence? Uh, just... Check out my Twitter. Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Chick, I, I love your yeah. Twitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you both have very yeah. good Twitter handles. Thank you. Uh, handles, yeah. uh, I love my cross. I love my cross mantle. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah Muscles Krenzer, anything, basically. Yeah. You can find me on anything. Chicky Guna, anything. Yeah. There you go, guys. <laughs> Brad Davis. At BD Always GP on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, that's delightful. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah, I'm at Cross Maxwell across your social media accounts. That's Chris with an O, where the I should be. And uh, more importantly, two huge things. Out right now is episode one of Brad and I's brand new film noir radio play podcast, Death at Sunset. It is out. Please go listen to it. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give it a rating. Give it a review uh, over there. Um, you can learn all about it at Death at Sunset on Twitter or deathatsunset.com. Uh, we both worked very, very hard on it. I am very proud of it. I hope you guys check that out. Um, episode one out now. Two, three, and four will be out subsequent Fridays. And you'll have to use this as, as your reminder because uh, this is our last episode until April 23rd. We're going to take uh, one of our famous little breaks. Oh, people talk <laughs> about our breaks all the time. And then we will return on April 23rd for the final ten episodes of High on Film. The final ten. Yep. There's a final. There's a final ten. Oh my god. There's a final ten before we before we go dormant. I just got so stressed out. Uh, yeah. No, no, don't. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's, it's gonna be so fun. We've got a murderer's row of guests planned for you. Oh. Um, leading up to two fifty. Leading up to two hundred and fifty. Wow. And then uh, wow. we'll we'll let it let it rest for a bit and. Mm. Try to work on some more Death at Sunset, actually. That, that is the goal. So that is the goal, guys. So please listen to that. Please rate and review this show. And, uh, yeah, enjoy your break. Happy Oscars um, from last week, because it's now a week old. Right. <laughs> Go back and watch the speeches. Go back and watch the speeches again. <laughs> guys, thanks again for being on the show. We thank appreciate you. it so, so much. Brad, appreciate it as always, sir. Always a pleasure, sir. And thank you, listeners, for listening. We love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.